Okay, you guys, let me ask you a question. Do you struggle to get your weddings featured? Are your wedding submissions constantly being rejected from your dream publications? Does the thought of creating your own submission completely overwhelm you? Well, this is exactly why I created Submission Support, to help wedding photographers and planners just like you. Inside our monthly email membership community is where you'll learn what makes a good submission, how to start thinking like an editor, how to curate your images, and how to submit your next wedding all on your own. I've helped dozens of photographers and planners get featured, and now I get to help you directly in your inbox every month. To learn more, visit submissionsupport.twgna.com and join today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the creator of Submission Support, our monthly membership to help you curate and submit your next wedding. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited about today's brand new episode because I'm chatting with Brenda Kappen all about how to use Canva to support your wedding photography business. Brenda is a Canva verified expert who explains the power of Canva. She shares her best practices to stay organized and how Canva can help wedding photographers make beautiful marketing materials easily and quickly. A little bit about Brenda before we get started is that she's based out of Prince Edward Island in Canada. She has taught thousands of small business owners through her courses and in particular, she loves to help business owners tame their hot mess Canva accounts by creating an organizational system that ensures that they can spend less time in Canva and more time doing what they love. I'm so excited that she's here and I can't wait for you guys to listen to today's episode. So let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Prenda, can you say hi to everybody? Hello. Happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. How are you doing today? I'm good. It's it's a little cloudier and cooler here than I would normally be accustomed to in August, but you know, it is what it is, and hopefully the the warm summer weather will come back. Yeah. So let's have it. Where are you from again? Tell everybody. I'm in Prince Edward Island in Canada. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I think you might be one of our first Canadians on the show. (laughs) (laughs) So that's awesome. Have you always lived there? Are you from there? No, no. I uh, raised in Vancouver. So we moved here just over five years ago. So from, you know, the West Coast to the East Coast, it's been quite a transition over the past five years. Certainly winter looks a lot different than it did growing up. Um, But we're, we're really settled here now and very happy. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thanks for being here. I'm so excited. When I got your um, inquiry to be to join to be a guest on today, I love the that you're a Canva expert, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with Canva. I use it every day, probably. Uh, definitely use it for Tea with Janae. 
um, graphics all the time. So today we're going to be talking about how to use Canva to support your wedding photography business. And I'm I'm super pumped to sort of pick your brain. You're a verified expert from Canva. So it, it's very exciting for me. <laughs> very well, you're in good company too. I would say definitely mo- most folks I talk to, it's not surprising to find out that one of the browser tabs that they have open at that very moment is usually Canva. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's a game changer. But it before is. we get started and sort of geek out on Canva, uh, let's tell everybody a little bit more about you, your company, and how you got started. Sure. Um, I've been a business owner, an entrepreneur for over 23 years. The The majority of that was spent running a website development company. So I... I have been helping businesses a lot of the wedding industry as well with their websites for um you know over 20 years and it was just last year we're coming up in September it'll be September 1st it'll be a year since I retired that business closed it down and the reason I did that was I wanted to focus 100% of my time on my Canva education business on teaching other business owners how to use this tool more effectively and more efficiently to support their businesses. And it was really becoming problematic to try to find the time to do both. And you just you can't split your focus <laughs> quite that much. And it was time to, you know, close that chapter and open a new one. And I have not regretted that choice one moment in the past year since I did that. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So, so how did you become a Canva verified expert? Let's talk about that. Because <laughs> you said there was only like a couple of you, right? Like it's not well, common. It, it, it's, it changes. I mean, from the time that you and I initially contact uh, connected, we probably have got another one added, but there's not a lot of us. There's currently, there's only, I believe, 48 of us worldwide. There's only two of us in Canada. There's only a small handful in the U.S., and we are, it's not a program that you can apply to. We are essentially handpicked by Canva's community managers. And it's usually based on the kind of content that we're putting out there. We we all have different areas of expertise. I focus on business owners. I really focus a lot on getting organized in Canva. Others are, you know, their their audience has been built on YouTube. They have amazing YouTube channels and they really focus on creating tutorials around Canva sometimes other platforms as well, but often there's a real focus on Canva. So there's about 48 of us right now. And like I said, they are growing the program. They're keeping an eye out for folks that they want to add to it. But it is still a you know pretty small group to be a part of. I was one of the first 25 when they launched the program in March 2022, I believe is when they launched that. And then they'd had a certified creatives program prior to that that I was a part of as well. But huh. it just... I mean, it comes down to I I was in a program to create a course about websites and nobody in that program was asking questions about websites, but they were all very interested in how I was using Canva to create all of my materials for that course. So I started answering a lot of questions and they started asking if that's what the course was about. And that was a very pivotal moment because I realized, oh, this is the thing that I should be teaching. This is the thing people want to actually learn from me. And I just switched gears in that moment and started focusing heavily on creating content about this platform. And it just has flowed from there. That's awesome. I love that. I love when things happen from other things just haphazardly. And you're like, okay, this is the path. This you is just need to be up. You just need to be open to it and be open to doing something different and willing to listen to your audience and what they're actually asking for. Exactly. 
Well, yeah, that's kind of how TWHNA happened and definitely submission support. So I love that. So let's jump right in. People who are listening like, but what is Canva? So let's yeah. talk about what it is. Can you just kind of explain what it is um, for those who don't know? Sure. And it, it it's funny because I think for those of us who use it so heavily, you forget that there, there's a learning curve. And part of that learning curve is actually knowledge of the program. There are actually people who have not heard of it, which is still surprising to me sometimes. It's essentially an online graphic design tool. It really started out with a focus on being able to easily create graphics for your social media platforms, particularly Instagram. But it has grown and evolved tremendously since it was initially launched. Uh, It would have been launched, I I can't remember the exact date, It's, it's 2013, I believe, was kind of the official founding of it. And since then, you now can use it to create any sort of marketing material, really, that you're going to need to support your business. They have a lot of options for printed marketing material support as well. But really, if you're looking to create any sort of online-based digital marketing content, whether it's social media or onboarding guides or, um, you know, video even, you can use Canva to support that. So it's it's really turned into a much wider business and marketing tool, not just a graphic design tool. Yeah, I love that. So I am a graphic designer um, by education. <laughs> so I have a BFA in uh, from SBA in graphic design. And, you know, InDesign is what I used and what I mm-hmm. grew up on and like learned from the beginning. So going to Canva, I was like, oh, this is this is great because it's like it's sort of similar, but not as I don't know, technically, I guess. Like things are much easier to find. <laughs> like I'll just put it that way. So but I it's love- not as robust as those yeah. tools. Yeah. And that's on purpose. Yeah, I mean, exactly. there's you, you don't necessarily need all the bells and whistles. And and I always like to make it clear, particularly when I'm talking to somebody who has a graphic design background, that you know, I think there's there was at least a period of time, there probably are still some people who feel that Canva is some sort of competition for graphic designers, and it's not. It really is very complimentary because you we still need to be able to have amazing looking visual brands to pull into Canva in order to create those materials. And if you don't have the background and the training and the expert the expertise to do that, you're not going to be able to create those things. So I always like to really strongly recommend that a business when they're able to invest in a talented brand and graphic designer to help you create those core visual brand assets. And then once you have this beautiful brand, you can carry that in and more easily create really attractive looking marketing materials in Canva. But if you, you know, if it's, if garbage is going in, (laughs) you're not going to have beautiful deliverables on the other end. So I think it's really a a very good fit, very complimentary as opposed to being competitive. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. They're, they're very different. And I think it's much, yeah, like its main purpose is to help you make beautiful marketing materials Mm -hmm. for your brand and easily do that and replicate it and I mean, I haven't even scratched the surface of what it can do, but it can do a lot. So it's really, <laughs> I think for us as wedding photographers, or people who are creating social media or making reels, like it's very helpful to know the basics of this. I mean, I don't, you don't need to be a designer to use it, right? No, absolutely not. Um, I think that's one of the wonderful things is that it, it can make somebody who has no graphic design experience or just a modicum of, of experience look like a professional because you have all these tools at your disposal. You just need to understand which ones to focus on, which ones to not worry about, and and kind of the core elements that you need to be 
putting front and center in order to create something that does look professional and not amateur, but it really has been designed with those who don't have graphic design experience in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things are plug and play and, you know, there are a lot of options and there's a lot of things you can do. Um, and let's like talk about that for a little bit. Like I feel like when I first started Canva, I was like, oh, I can do this and I can make this animated and I can do that. Like, how do we take care of that overwhelm? You know, how do we get rid of that when you're starting in Canva? Like how, where should we start? <laughs> and, and it is a little overwhelming because there is so much that it can do. And that's one of the great things is that if you want to be able to create something in that platform, you probably can, but yes, it can feel very overwhelming at the beginning of that learning curve. And I always like to emphasize that you don't need to understand or know what all of the features are. You just really focus on a goal. What is it you want to create? What's one thing you want to create? And let's build our skills from there. I do think everybody needs to maybe initially find some sort of introductory you know, whether it's on YouTube or a course or some sort of resource to get a, a bit of an introduction to how to navigate and have an understanding of where the main components are and what is at your disposal. Um, I know that Canva also has their own design school kinds of videos that they have on their website and on their YouTube channel. So you're, it, it, there's no shortage of content out there to be able to find this kind of introductory level content. I I have a little set of lessons as well that are free that kind of tell people here's how you navigate around the platform. Oh, that's But once great. you once you kind of have that introduction to here's where everything is, here's where I'm going to find templates, here's where I'm going to, you know, create my actual design, just focus on creating one thing. Maybe it's just a simple social media graphic and it really is a place you just have to be patient with yourself and not worry about, well, I want to be able to create exactly that complicated looking real that 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 other business owner created. Focus on creating one thing and then start adding to it. And focus on those core things that you're going to need. Maybe you don't need a, you know, a highly animated video right now. Maybe you just need to have some sort of on client onboarding guide. So I would start by just looking for a template in the template library and then start playing. Put you know, block out a little bit of time to play with the tools available to you, but also recognize that this is a rabbit hole that you can easily go down and you can waste <laughs> a whole lot of time if you are not careful. So approaching it with a really mindful, purposeful kind of approach as opposed to, well, I'm just going to waste my day playing in here. Um, I think that's important that you don't kind of get sucked down into spending your entire day doing something that is, let's be fair, is not the money-making move the needle in your business kind business kind of task that you, <laughs> you know, you probably should be focusing your time on. Yeah, it's definitely a rabbit hole for sure. And uh, I love it's yeah. a fun rabbit hole. Yeah, no, it's super fun. <laughs> like everything is super fun. And I really like it. Okay. So now we know what Canva is. We know we understand it a little bit better. You know, how can we start to use this in our wedding photography business? I would start by thinking about what are all those touch points that you have with prospective couples and current couples? When are you connecting with them? What are all those little points where you might be able to present something or, or that you're already presenting some sort of marketing material that maybe you could be branding in another way? So it could be you know, starting with your social media graphics. It could be creating uh, presentations in Canva that you're giving to a potential couple. It could be a information package that you're sending as a PDF, or maybe it's an onboarding guide once you've actually 
secured them as a couple. So there's all these different touch points where you have an opportunity to create something that is beautiful, that is branded, that is consistent, and is just creating this really kind of um, this really high touch point luxurious kind of experience because we all want to feel that consistency when we're working with a new company and we notice when it's not consistent. Mm-hmm. So it's really an opportunity to shine and to stand out because most businesses are not putting that kind of care and attention into every touch point that they have with their potential and current customers. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think the nice thing about Canva is like they keep improving it, right? Like I remember when I started using it a few years ago, it's already vastly different. And I love the brand kit. Like you can have all of your brand options in there and that can really keep you on point. And I know for wedding photographers, like, you know, we have our brand, we probably work with a designer. Oh, we want to use our fonts. We want to use this. You want to use that. And like Canva makes it really easy for you to do that. They do. And that brand kit really is incredibly central. It's one of the biggest reasons that I think folks really need to uh, upgrade to the pro account if they're not on a pro account. I mean, Canva has a really robust free plan as well. And you can create a lot of content on that free plan. But if you are going to be using it as a business owner, you need to be thinking about how to be as consistently branded and on brand as possible with everything that you're creating. And that brand kit feature really makes it a lot easier to do that. They did... um, just branch it out earlier this year as well. It used to be just your logos, your colors, and your fonts. But as of March, you now can have three different kinds of um, brand imagery in there as well. You can have your brand photos, your brand graphics, and any icons that you use. So they're really trying to make that brand that brand hub more robust and easier for business owners to be able to create content that is consistently looking and recognizable as belonging to their brand. So definitely if folks have been using Canva, but they haven't set that up, you want to set that up. You want to, it's not just about the consistency of the branding. It's also going to help you be a lot more efficient with that time that you're spending in there. Because if you have all of your colors and your fonts and all of your brand assets at your fingertips, you're going to spend a lot less time looking for them when you need them, but you're also going to remove a lot of the you know, the friction and the overwhelm in terms of what colors to choose and what components to choose if you have this set of guidelines that you need to stay within. I think that actually far from curbing your um, your creativity, I think that actually gives you a lot of freedom within those guidelines to be able to ensure that whatever you're creating is always going to rec- be recognizable as belonging to you. Yeah, for sure. I love that. So you mentioned earlier about being organized in Canva. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like, <laughs> oh my God, it's hard. Like, I don't know why it's set up this way, but I I have a hard time f- figuring out what I just worked on. <laughs> like, yep. what, what did I use in the past? And I really am, I made folders, I labeled things, but it's still hard for me, I find, to find stuff like what... Help us, please. How can we be more organized? <laughs> How can we be more organized inside of Canva? And it it's a topic I love to teach about. I, when we were talking about my my background, while I did run that website development company for twenty years, one of the first businesses I really focused a lot of time on was as a professional organizer, and my specialty was on paper and filing systems, oh my uh, particularly for businesses and professionals, so the exact people that I'm helping with Canva now. Um, and it's the same principles. And I know that, you know, especially if you are creative and you are wanting to focus on the design side of things and just creating beautiful things, 
it's really easy to suddenly have this pile of digital files that are piling up and you can't find what you're looking for. And again, you are going to waste a lot of time because you can't easily find that, you know, that onboarding guide, you know, you created four months ago that would be great to use as a starting point. So you're not starting from scratch, but you can't find it. And by the time you do, you might, it would have been faster to just recreate it in the first place. (laughs) Um, So Folders really are the key, but I think it's it's more than just creating folders because if you just start creating a ton of folders without any system behind it, you're just it's going to be confusion and overwhelm of another kind. So I, I like to start by recommending, you know, carve a little bit of time out and go through and do a purge of your account because if you've had it for a number of years, there's probably a lot of content in there that can either be deleted altogether that you just you don't need. Or you can put it into a, uh, create an archive folder just for future reference that you might want to look at for some reason, but you know, you're not really going to need for the running of your business. Because we've all been in that template library and opening things up and thinking, oh, that might be fun to use. And then you never use it. And you've got copies of all these templates that are sitting in your account that you just don't need anymore. So doing that cleanup first. And then going through and making sure you've named things so they're actually uh, easy to to know what it is. Like if you just have a client presentation, a, a prospective couple presentation that has a generic name on it, but you haven't labeled it with the with the couple's name, it's going to be a lot harder to find it later. You won't be able to search for that particular one because it doesn't have those keywords in it. Mm-hmm. So going through and making sure that the naming has been done. And then it it really comes down in terms of the folders. It's a matter of figuring out what are the the top level chunks. So if you think of it, there's some parallels to a website where when you go to somebody's website, you're not seeing a list of every single page on that website all up front. You're seeing a handful of categories. Uh, maybe there's about. Maybe there's services. Maybe there's um, portfolio. There's these top levels, and then it's broken down into subpages underneath that. The same thing is going to happen in terms of creating filing system inside of Canva. What are those top level folders that you're going to have? And then think about what the subfolders might be. And it, it just takes some time to review the content that you have in your account, figure out what those chunks are, and then start filing them away into those. Some folks like to sit down and do this as a major project and get just get it all done, and then they just have to maintain it. Others, they need to chip away at it over time, either for reasons of just not being able to carve out enough time at one sitting to do it, or it's just really overwhelming. And I know this can be a painful process <laughs> for a lot of people, especially if you don't love doing it the way that I do. So I think just breaking it down into chunks and trying to improve it a little bit each day can also be helpful as well. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. yeah. But folders, if they are not feeling like they're working for you, it's not, it's not the folders themselves. It's the fact that you have the wrong categories in place. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's a good tip. I feel like, oh gosh, I'm going to do this after this, after this podcast. (laughs) I'm going to go and clean (laughs) out my Canva, of course. So let's talk about, you know, how Canva can make our lives easier. You know, I'd love for you to share some examples. I think as a wedding photographer, you know, go learning something new, being creative, I want it to be as, as easy as possible. I'd love to get your sort of hot take on that. 
I think one of the the best things that you can do to make it easier is to take the pressure off of yourself. I think especially when you are in a creative field, like being a photographer, there's a real sense of I need to create everything from scratch. I need to be able to custom create this. And really one of the easiest things you can do, one of the best things you can do in terms of the time that you're spending in Canva is to find templates that work for you. You have so many templates available to you whether that's in Canva's own template library or whether you're looking at a template membership that's been designed specifically for your industry, finding those templates that are consistent with your visual brand is going to ensure that you are not having to spend all this time creating something that ultimately may not look as good as the template in the first place. So, you know, those templates have been created by these professionals who understand design principles. They understand, you know, uh, white space and hierarchy and contrast. To be fair, I would say photographers probably have a much better understanding of that than the typical business (laughs) owner because of the nature of the business that you're in. But still, if you're wanting to make a can of a work for you as easily as possible. You want to save some time and, and make sure that your creative time is being put into the areas where you really are needed in terms of customizing the templates to feel on brand, to feel like they're going to be attractive to your audience. So templates are number one. They're not a cheat. They are the best way you could be spending your Canva time. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, honestly, you're going to end up with something that ends up looking like something else in the template anyways. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that's great. I use, I'm a member of uh, your template club for Tea with Janae and we get these amazing templates every yes. two weeks via email and Manu is a friend and uh, of the podcast and in real life. And, you know, I just feel like once you find your people or the place that works for your brand, like Tea with Janae is very different than my photography, com- my business. Yes. So they could be fun and get the gifts and stuff like that. But for my photography business, like, you know, more elegant and uh, luxury and up level. And once I found those templates, I use those all the time. Like I use them, I use them to promote mini sessions. I use them to promote like upcoming uh, events or sales. Like I use them in my newsletter. Like I use them anywhere I can. Like once I found my pack, let's say, I, you know, because you can you can copy and resize and rename and you have all these like this ability to find one great template pack and just repurpose it a gazillion times, you know, because you pay for it. So you can just do a banner, you could do this and that. So I I think it's really such a good tip to, you know, get organized, right? (laughs) Like get yourself organized, use your brand kit, and then find those templates that are really going to save you time and help make your life easier so that you're not overwhelmed when you open up Canva and you're like, where do I start? I'm not a designer. And I love that you're like saying over and over again, you don't have to be. They've done all the hard work for you. And you made a really important point there that I, I think folks need to remember is you do need to understand what your brand is and who your ideal client is, because that is going to flow through the kinds of templates that you choose. The templates that uh, I love what Manu has for, she's got great looking content. I do follow her on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I love her content. Yeah. It's not necessarily a fit for every brand though. And yeah. it's important to understand, you know, what is the look and feel? What's the aesthetic of my brand? And go looking for templates with that in mind, because once you do customize them to fit your own colors and your own imagery, if it is not at least 
somewhat in line with that aesthetic that you're hoping to end up with, it's just not going to feel right. Whatever you were attracted to in the first place in that template, by the time you change it, you're going to lose a lot of that if it wasn't consistent with the visual branding that you're already established in your business. So make, you know, being careful, spending a bit of time that way you're, you're reallocating the time that you would spend on creating the design to making good design choices in terms of the templates that you're using. Yeah, definitely. I think that's so important. So I always like to ask about things to avoid, things that we should not be doing um, uh, whenever I have an expert on, because, you know, there are things that people do and they should just not. (laughs) So let's talk about, you know, what things should we avoid uh, when using Canva for our business? And it's, it's funny, you, you listed three kind of key areas and the brand kit getting organized and using templates. And those are the three areas that I see the biggest mistakes. It's not doing those <laughs> things. <laughs> so, I mean, in terms of design itself, I have seen a lot of Instagram feeds that are, they're cluttered, they're chaotic. And it's because there are 3 million colors and fonts and images being used. You've got these so many images that just they're they don't feel like they're from the same family so you got dark you know dark photos over here and really light white airy photos over in another part now again photographers not likely to fall into that trap the same way a lot of other businesses would because you have a sensibility for that but it's still tempting if you don't have that brand kit set up to just go, oh, I really like that font. Oh, that's a beautiful script font. I want to use that and start introducing all these different components. And then there's no clear, consistent brand standing out. It just feels really cluttered. Yeah. So that definitely is a big problem. Uh, But also, you know, on that organization piece, I, I think just discounting it as not being important, thinking of Canva just as a design tool and not doing it in a way that is a little more methodical is going to get you into trouble because it it is just so frustrating to be scrolling and scrolling and looking for that one design that you know you created that would be a lot easier um, to just duplicate and quickly customize than to start from scratch. But what a lot of folks don't realize when they're organizing is that you can organize your uploads folder as well. This ah. is hands down the the biggest aha moment, I think, for even those who feel like they know everything about using Canva, <laughs> you you shouldn't be using your uploads folder to store all of your images. You really should be creating a custom photos or images folder system in your custom folders as well. And then move all of those images out of uploads into some sort of category organized system for photos as well. Now, you can't add folders into that uploads folder, but what you want to do is get it all out of that uploads folder. You want inbox zero in that uploads folder <laughs> because otherwise what will happen is it's just this bottomless pit. And I have seen so many people who have re-uploaded the same set of, of photos over and over and over because they can't find it right. the first time or the second time, the third time that they <laughs> uploaded it. And because you do have a limited amount of space on Canva, it's a lot on a pro account, but you do still have a storage allotment and you don't want to be using that up with repeated uploads of the same stuff. So I think that's probably the biggest mistake I see that a lot of people don't even realize they're doing is relying on the uploads folder to hold all of their images. That's a great tip. Definitely. I didn't even know you could do that. So that's awesome. Thank you. (laughs) This is why you're here. 
My goodness. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I use a few images for tea with Janae, but I have all my guests, you know, all the all of your bios, photos on there and yeah. uh, headshots. And it'd be great to just put them all in one spot and have them forever. So yeah, definitely going to do that after we get off of today. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, you know, I always like to end each show with uh, tangible tips and actual advice for our listeners that are getting inspired. They're like pumped now. They're going to get Canva Pro um, and start getting their self organized. You know, what would be your top three tips that people could start doing today um, to support their wedding photography businesses? Okay. So let's make it really actionable. I want you, number one, to make sure that you go, you have everything in that brand kit a lot of folks have a partially set up one. Go make sure that you've got every version of your logo in there. So if you have a square version, if you have a um, a vertical oriented one, a horizontal oriented one, a dark one, a light one, multiple colors, get every version of your logo in there. So it's all at your fingertips and you don't have to hunt it down later. Make sure you know all your colors are in there, all your brand assets. Because Canva only rolled out the ability to, in, to add your brand imagery into that brand kit, uh, earlier this year, there's a lot of us who have brand assets folders in our Canva accounts. And that's where our patterns and our graphics and the various other brand assets that we have are living. So take an opportunity, sit down, move all of those, upload them into your brand kit. So you have that one central brand hub where you know everything is, and it's just going to make it a lot easier. So that's number one. I want to see folks finish filling out their brand kit. And then number two Either go set up folders if it's the first time that you've, you're doing that or go through and reassess what you have. If you are on your projects page in Canva and you see um, you know, tons of designs on there that haven't been foldered, you're going to have to carve out some time to actually folder them. So that's mm-hmm. a real good tip. Often a lot of folks will get, they're not sure, have I foldered it or not? If it's showing up on the projects page, it hasn't been foldered. Got it. If... If you have set your little uh, projects filter to show just your designs, there's a little bit of a bug going that if it's showing all owners that you might see stuff that has been folded. So go change that to show only your designs. And then that's going to show you everything on that page that has not been folded. And then you want to get it into a folder. If you don't have time to reassess your folder structure right now, at least get them into some sort of structure so that it feels less overwhelming until you're ready to tackle that. And for some folks, that's just a matter of creating a folder that says, you know, for future organizing and getting it all (laughs) off of there so that they can have kind of a start fresh place. Because if you don't have the time to tackle the mess, if there's just not enough emotional, mental or time (laughs) bandwidth to do it right now, I get it. But sometimes starting with a nice clean slate and then tackling it a little bit at a time can be far more, um, it can be a good place to start. So you're not feeling completely stressed out about it. So that's tip number two. And then number three, reassess the templates that you're using. See if you maybe have, if your designs for social right now are kind of all over the place and you're just grabbing templates willy-nilly, you might want to sit down and craft a bit of a um, template suite that you can then uh, just have as your core templates to go to in the future. It might be time to refresh your design a little bit, but you just want to make sure that there's some consistency across them. And that's going to make it a lot easier for you to turn out content going forward as well without having to spend a ton of time doing it. I love that. Oh, yeah. There's a lot to do in there and it's all helpful. And 
it's going to help keep you guys organized and creating content quickly. So I really appreciate these tips and and everything we've discussed today. I feel like it's such a, I'm such a great topic and I'm so happy that we're covering it because Canva really is um, such a powerful tool. And I think just about everybody I know uses it in some capacity. Yeah. So, so I'm so happy we, uh, we dove deep today. So thank you. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. I'm always happy to talk about Canva. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, your services, and of course, say hello online. Best place is to go to brendacadman.com. Everything's kind of there. Lots of freebies, free resources. Uh, there is an introduction to Canva resource bundle there that is completely free, doesn't even need an email to access. It's just all all online. So for those who are brand new to it, there are some introductory lessons there, some additional trainings. There's a recording um, that I did with Canva uh, earlier this year, an official training for them about getting organized. So there's lots of good stuff there, but brendacadman.com is the best place. Okay, great. And you're on Instagram too at Brenda Cadman. And all this information will be in the show notes. So you guys can swipe on up right now. Click on the links and let Brenda know you listen to today's episode. Brenda, thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy to chat with you and I hope to have you back soon. Oh, great. Thanks for having me. like today's episode. Thank you to Brenda for being our wonderful guest today. It was so exciting having you here. I love everything Canva and so glad we got to talk about this topic. If you guys want to find out more about her and her services, swipe on up, click on those show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode. All right, you guys, I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.